You mentioned about people leaving the class or falling out. What kept you there? Um, I really like my story. Narcissistic. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the stories we tell ourselves, a podcast created and hosted by Adrian Lai and Kausen Hugh. Join us in discovering the stories behind our thoughts, actions, and identities as we try to answer not just the what's and how's, but most importantly, the why's in life. Hi, I'm Carlson. Welcome to the show. In today's episode, I'll be talking to Adrian on what elements will make a good story and what doesn't. We're going to be talking about the origins of our storytelling lives. Perhaps maybe I'll just start off with asking you a question. Because among all, among the both of us, probably you're the most qualified professional storyteller. How did it all begin for you? I actually went to film school. And... Um, I went there in the De- in December of 2003. And if you can imagine, New York City in December, it's complete whiteout and cold. So almost, um, it's kind of like by accident, I, I signed up for a, a screenwriting class instead, mm. right? Uh, I never really... Uh, thought much about screenwriting. In fact, back then I only knew it as a scriptwriting. I never even thought about it as a screenwriting, and there is a difference between the two. Um, uh, the gist of it is basically screenwriting is the craft of writing stories um, in a format that's not meant to be read, but meant to be translated into pictures. Right? So. I thought it'd be something useful to do while you know while while attending film school uh, during winter, mm. you know. And then uh, what I did was I spent like like eight weeks um, on my laptop, mm. you know, uh, writing a hundred and twenty page uh, script wow. uh, screenplay actually. So uh, it was uh, it was actually a eight week process where we spent four weeks preparing to write. And then we spent four weeks writing the 120 pages. So it was like super intense. Like I don't think I slept for eight weeks, you know? What, what was your first screenplay that you write? Oh, actually, so it's quite funny. So, so while we were preparing, while we were learning the, the, the fundamentals, right? Of um, story structure, of characterization, how to do dialogues, how to do, um, you know, formats, screenplay formats and all. Uh, so we got to a point where we were asked to think about the story or the screenplay we want to write, and so I actually asked the the the, the coach, um, what should I write? You know, like you know the like what 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 should I think about? You mm-hmm. know, before I pick a, a a story or a title, and all he said was, "You write whatever the shit you want." <laughs> So, so my thought process, right, was that uh, 
I was quite certain that whatever I write was not going to be made into a movie. Hmm. You know? Because um, that was uh, uh, one of the main criterias for me to choose that particular screenplay. So I thought, okay, since I'm never going to make this into a movie, I'm going to write the most like epic, most like impossible to shoot thing in my life, you know? Hmm. And I decided to write... Uh, Fantasy, action, adventure, musical, alter- <laughs> with a little bit of musical elements, oh you know. But it was a fantasy action adventure based on uh, on uh, medieval history. <laughs> <laughs> so, in a nutshell, you know, my pitch would be: it's a, it's basically an adaptation of the the. A thousand year war between the Crusaders and the mm. Assassins, you mm. know, uh, which is uh, part of our European uh, medieval history. Uh, but I wrote it as a fantasy action adventure, anime manga, ultraviolet <laughs> version of it, lah. You know, right. you know. So basically, I I I picked something that was, um, that was going to be fun to write mm. for me. Mm. And something that I didn't have to think about censoring myself when right. doing, you know, because yeah. like, if you're writing for, like the reality is that if you write a screenplay for something that uh, that you're doing professionally, like what I do these days, mm. is that you have to take into very serious account whether you can pull it off, yes, right? Yeah. You know, the, the logistics of it. Yeah, the logistics, the cost, you know, mm. the resources mm. available to mm. you, you know, and, you know, so you have to be very creative in the way you you create a scene to convey the, the, the storyline in the most interesting possible way. Yep. So that's kind of like the, the, the magic of, of screenwriting, you know, which... Uh, which I think sadly is not 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 something very appreciated. So there are not many uh, people who are doing it. You mm. know, um, yeah. So so I wrote this this uh, screenplay in uh, you know when I was attending New York Film Academy uh, called I called it Infallible. How do you spell it? Infallible, as in like you cannot fall, oh, basically, right? right? Okay. So actually, there is a very Christian term to it. Like infallible basically means uh, something that. Um, uh, cannot be wrong mm. you know mm. so it's kind of like uh, like uh, the, the theme is like you know some kind of ultimate power thing like, mm. you know <laughs> so but you know for those of you who are interested to read this the answer is no <laughs> <laughs> yeah and so yeah how, how were you graded oh um, we so the exercise was this so we had four weeks to write from page 0 to page 120 or actually page 100 like I ended up writing 120 pages um, and every week we would produce 25 to 30 pages and we would read them in class for everybody and then people would chime in on wow. what they like and didn't like wow. so there was a there was a grind you know to, yeah. to, to go through where, where like lucky or not you just have to write and make mm. sure you get those 25 to 30 pages done mm. so that, you know, you have something to read in class, right? So this was a stage where a couple of people actually left uh, left the class. Right. I think they, they fell out. And uh, there were, you know, there were people who who uh, didn't like their, their stories very much and, you know, they had a lot of trouble trying to... Receive uh, feedback? Uh, not, 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 I don't think... I mean, feedback is one, but yeah. I think 
as you are writing it, because there's so much pressure to produce, right? I see. You reach a stage where you realize that, ah, you know, there are things that I hadn't thought out mm. uh, before I started writing right. that is causing difficulties in the in the screenplay already, right? So, um, and actually that's really interesting because based on that experience, mm. I came up with a method to get uh, your stories aligned so that the writing process becomes smoother and more inspiring you know mm. a method uh, I call the one pager yep. and you know I think you have experienced it before Yes. where you know basically you, you figure out the important stuff yeah. early on so that when you're writing a screenplay it mm. doesn't you know it doesn't make you go back and delete 30 pages and then start again Correct. you know um, but yeah so um, we, we you, you mentioned about people leaving the class or falling out what kept you there? Oh, um, I really like my story. <laughs> <laughs> Narcissistic. <laughs> I completely enjoyed it because it was it was violent, okay. you know. Okay. And I tell you, right, it's a kind of violence that back in two thousand and three, right, was not common in TV, you know, or not mm. common like maybe in movies it yeah, was because yeah. you know you can get all the R ratings, but for TV, you know, we didn't have like. Like the, the, the widespreadness of HBO and Netflix yeah, and all that, where you have all this violence and nudity, right? Mm. But in those days, when you write something violent on a page, right? I actually had my, my teacher in class, right? He actually felt sick from some of the pages that I wrote. Right. You know, it was quite funny because he was going, like, man, this is so graphic and so violent, you know? Yeah. But, you know, I, w- I was kind of imagining a manga kind yeah. of like, you know, uh, um, one of those uh, uh, samurai, mm. you know, anime movies, you know, where mm. it's a lot of blood, there's a lot of swords, you know. I even went into details on how each sword, how each um, uh, character has a specific sword assigned to them. Right. And why is it designed that way? Because they fight in a certain way, you know, like, mm. like I had all that details, right? So it was really fun for me because I was kind of like creating this whole universe, yes. you know. Um, and uh, I, I spent a lot of time uh, developing these characters into kind of like people that 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 I I got to know really well, you know, mm. kind of like like you know, and 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 then using them in a story, you know, it was it was actually very fulfilling. I actually really really enjoyed the process, you know. Mm. Um, I wasn't prepared uh, to do it uh, to do a screenwriting class mm. that way, mm. you know, but. Uh, but yeah, you know, it, it turned out to be one of the turning points of my career, actually, you know, that um, that I did it, that I enjoyed it, and that I pursued it as a craft. So um, a lot of what I do these days, uh, especially with the teaching mm. and the story coaching, right, mm. came Maybe from that, that period of my life, you know. Perhaps for the benefit of the audience, you may want to explain a little bit of what you are currently doing right now. Ah, so I teach uh, Storycraft, mm. which is a method of learning structured storytelling for uh, for publishing. That means uh, for people who want to polish their uh, their stories, yeah. their content, you know, their film scripts, mm. you know. Um, they can very quickly wrap their heads around the very, very, the very, very basic fundamentals of storytelling. 
and apply it, you know, mm. uh, sooner mm. than like, you know, let's say someone like me, what I had to go through yeah. to figure out how stories really, really work mm. and how it works in today mm. where, you know, where you're fighting with, uh, you know, attention spans, you're fighting with uh, the, you know, the short form content, you know, you're fighting with all that noise, you know, and all the amount of content that people are overwhelmed with, right? Mm. To actually have a craft that you can depend on, like a, you know, like a tool that you can depend on, right? To know that you are creating something that's worth publishing, you know what right. I mean? You know, it's not like random stuff. You you Insta Story, you know what I mean? Understand. You know, um, you know the the whole premise of Insta Story is that you know you are just documenting what you are doing or what you are experiencing, right? But it is not structured in a way, right? That tells that necessarily tells a satisfying story. What is a satisfying story? I think a satisfying story is something that has. Um, that um, inspires a kind of change in either the characters that you are um, watching mm. or listening to or reading about, okay? Mm. And in that process, inspires or um, initiates a kind of change in the person experiencing that story. That means the audience mm. as well, mm. right? So I think... Um, a lot of content these days is really about distraction. That means, you know, I'm here living a, you know, boring, dreary life in my office. And then I spend like two minutes to check Instagram and, and you know, my favorite bodybuilding uh, <laughs> guru, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uploads, you know, yeah. uh, like a few seconds of, you know, um, uh, his or her time uh, flexing his flexing muscles yeah. and you know showing skin and all that you know I get distracted for a couple of minutes and I go back to work right yeah. you know to a certain extent it is a kind of uh, story consumption that means like um, you you get people's attention mm. for a while and then because of that they forget their own existence for a couple of minutes mm. and then they return to their existence mm. right I think that kind of so-called storytelling, yeah. inverted commas, right? Uh, to me, it's not a satisfying kind of so, uh, mm. storytelling. Mm. You know, it's not something that uh, helps uh, the audience or even the character grow. Yeah, you know, to a certain extent. Mm. You know, so I think um, what I've always wanted to do with uh, story craft, which is uh, the 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 what I call my method of teaching, yeah, right, and how to get how to generate satisfying, meaningful stories from it, right, mm. is that I always found that it has to be powered by the why. You know, there is a there is a very strong element of purpose and why and growth. Mm. You know, mm. in that in that storyline, mm. right. I mean, it can grow positively. It can also grow negatively, right? I mean, mm. life is such, right? But the idea is that there is something authentic about that change, mm. you know, mm. not something, um, you know, not not something uh, frivolous. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So, I I, I don't know if the, that was clear enough for the audience, but yeah, yeah. that's that's kind of like what I teach. So so, if you can imagine, from who I teach, yeah, and how from the day or the, 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 the moment they begin my class yeah. until the end of the class, mm. most of them would have learned 
a basic template on how to tell a story depend like uh, uh, dependably that means they can depend on their method mm. on storycraft mm. right to help them construct this story you know and then put it out there as a video or put it out there as a little Written, you know script or yeah. like an essay right or you know or like a like a like a script or something right so you what what you do is actually you provide uh, a, like you say a very structured uh, format uh to guide or help them to move from point A to point B to help them to to write uh, so called what makes a good story you know it's yeah it's like the good. elements like what, what mm, you need right mm. what you need like what, what what when I say the story in a satisfying uh, with a satisfying effect right mm. what do you need in a story for for that to happen okay right and then what I do is I just demonstrate how they work, right? Yeah. And most of these things people instinctively understand because mm. you know uh, storytelling is really the way humans communicate, right? Right. So if you want to talk about the bigger picture of everything, right? Mm. You know, as long as we open our mouths and say something, mm. you know, we are storytelling. You know, there's really nothing else that we are doing. You know, whatever mm. words we string together is always a form of story. Mm. You know. Um, and the story is happening either in the spoken word or not in the spoken word, right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So so mm-hmm. for me, is I use that instinct that people have mm. for storytelling as any way, right? But I put it in a, a, like a structure, a template, right? That they can look at and go like, oh yeah, he's right. Yeah, I understand what he's saying, you know, because yeah, yeah, you know, if I see like a movie that I like or if I read a book that I like, right, Mm. it has all these elements, you know, and then for some reason, when I have to come up with a story, I forget one or two of these elements, right? Mm. So what I've done is basically I've just put it in a, you know, in a, in a form that people can just, um, you know, practice and Mm. use, you know, like Mm. a, like a toolkit, you know? Mm. So, um, yeah, and I think, the 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 importance of the purpose and why in the the stories because a good story always has a very good why mm. you know it doesn't just happen like oh what happened and how it happens you know there's always a why it happens like mm. you know you're always asking like oh that character did this that character did this right or you know the the bad guy uh, uh uh did that or you know like but think about it right when you are curious about those things right you are always asking yourself why it's happening, yeah. you know? Yeah. You don't just watch something how it happens, you know? Mm. Which is why I think storytelling in um, video games have not surpassed, you know, uh, other forms of, of traditional storytelling yeah. because their focus is always com- always on what and how it happens, mm. you know? Mm. They rarely talk about the why. Mm. The why is always provided by the gamer, the person playing, you know? Mm. Why I want to do this? I want to win. Why mm. I want to do this? I want to kill the bad guys. Mm. Why I want to do this? You know, I want to save my, my girlfriend, right? Mm. You know, it's like the, 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 the whys of a video game story, right? It's kind of like that, you know, just, just um, you know, it, it's, I mean, it's expanding now. They're trying to be more cinematic in a sense, yeah. right? But for the game to be satisfying, it has to be simple enough for them so that they can focus on how and what because that's what the game is, right? But for the rest of, of storytelling as a genre mm. is that the why is always how you satisfy the audience. You know, when they mm. finally understand, oh, that is why this mm. happened, right? Mm. Oh, that is why he did that, you know? You know, like, so... The, the the whole 
um, method of storycraft is designed to help people find that why and use it to power their stories. You know, because the how and what is actually very very straightforward, very very uh, structured. Okay. You know. I mean, like we discussed earlier, right? Like, you know, storytelling has become, you know, the word or the phrase storytelling has become so... Chippen. Yeah, it's like, you know, it's 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 uh, it's everywhere, right? Yeah. You know, everyone uses, um, you know, any any excuse, you know, um, or any kind of uh, content that they are because making is storytelling. Because hashtag storytelling is hashtag trending. Yeah, because, <laughs> right? And, and like, so, so I feel... As a professional, yeah, you know, in the field, right? I feel like there needs to be um, a kind of standard, line, you know, yeah. that, that that we should, you know, like like I think, you know, a lot of platforms they also kind of cheapen the the, the thing, right? Yeah. Um, by you know, I mean, I understand that you're you're getting giving uh, access to as many people as possible, mm. um, you know, uh, you know, some people are naturally more talented at it, right? Um, but I do feel that that um, uh, it it creates the impression that anything you upload is a story. Yeah. You know, which um, you know, if you want to strictly argue about it, yeah. If Instagram says it's a story, then I guess it's a story, right? Mm. But you know, for, to me, if it's not a satisfying story, it is not something that I would want to consume. It's you true. Know? I think I think the term I, I just kind of thought of is. Uh, Purposeful experience. Yeah, you know, I think there is a, a, a when a, when you experience a good story, mm. you know, it is an experience that you feel had some purpose in your life. You know, yeah, you know, you know, it's not just mm. distracting you for a couple of minutes. You know, and then, you know, um, yeah. So yeah, I think um, it's. Uh, I mean, it's a huge topic. Yeah, it you is. know, we don't. Uh, you know, we we're definitely going to explore. Uh, Storytelling as a craft, as a profession, you know, as a philosophy, you know, as a trend, you know, mm. in our future podcast as well. Um, but, you know, we, I thought it'd be nice if we just had a, a, you know, a short little chit chat about um, the origins of yeah, our storytelling careers mm. and how we see storytelling as professionals and, yeah. you know, and how um, we hope that. Um, uh, storytelling as a craft you know can be spread to more people so that they can actually tell more meaningful and more mm. um, more purposeful uh, content or, right. or, you know, or stories you know that uh, that has a more impact on our lives you know rather than you know just uh, entertainment entertainment frivolously yeah. and uh, you know adding to the noise you know Mm. So yeah, what, yeah. So our favorite question in when we close, yeah. Uh, what did we learn? Mm. Uh, so you dream about your. I actually learned uh, something really interesting because yeah. I, I never asked you about your your coaching mm. process before, mm. and I, while I was not surprised that there was a storytelling element to it, mm. um, but I was actually very very. Uh, uh, excited to know that uh, coaching, personal coaching, yeah. uh, uses uh, you know story in such a powerful way because mm. a lot, uh, you know, a lot of the reason why I actually started teaching also was I got to a point where I felt that you know I was just making films and writing stories that were frivolous entertainment. 
mm. you know I felt that you know there had to be something more than just distracting people for two minutes or 200 minutes you know yeah. and and that finding that that um, that form or that craft that could make storytelling something more powerful at a social or at a um, spiritual level mm. or you know social or like a um, emotional level for people right mm. was something that uh, I have always wanted to do mm. uh, at least for the past few years you know which is why I started teaching you know so so yeah I'm, I'm actually very uh, very um, validated to hear that you know they are you know uh, 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 what's the word uh? there are uh, skills sets out there like coaching mm. um you know, I'm sure teaching and all that have uh, have uh, use for storytelling. You know, and that mm. you know perhaps uh, there are forms of storytelling that uh, I've yet to learn, which I'm very right. interested to know. You know, but it's just not a, a, only a skill that needs to be learned uh, and by not only by filmmakers yeah. as as we explore today is also being used in coaching whatever not but I think there's so much more that can be used yeah. in different areas yeah. uh, I'm stoked man at the the, the possible applications you mm. know? and I think it's just that we, we we take it for granted because it's something that you know we grew up around you know mm. storytelling everyone's telling you a story your grandmother telling you a story your parents <laughs> telling you a story right and <laughs> exactly. your friends in school telling you stories right <laughs> exactly. you know so we take yeah. it for granted there yeah. is something you know but it's something we have an instinct for mm. but I think it is has not been formalized in a, or at least most people did not go through a formal kind of uh, education on how to use it effectively yeah. and specifically in the day you know in this digital age right yeah. just you know, um, being able to to make your point and deliver that story, mm. uh, you know, uh, uh, cutting through the the huge noise which the internet is, right? Yeah, you is. know, it's um, you know, it's a different ball game, line, You know, so so I hope that, uh, or we hope that in the coming episodes, uh, first of all, I think the reason why we are doing this, hopefully, uh, that the listeners, uh, you as a listener, find value in terms of really challenging your own wise mm-hmm. uh, really digging deep hopefully some of the things that we talk about yep. uh, will resonate with you and will kind of like help you to dig deeper uh, on certain actions that you do or certain behavior um, that's kind of like the purpose of this podcast mm-hmm. as well as also not to for you to get sick of just the both of us talking we also will be having guests uh, yep. with us where we will also kind of like Ask them, explore their stories, their, their, stories, their wives, right? right? Yeah. Uh, and, you know, like entrepreneurs uh, or could be, you know, uh, anybody, right? We find yeah. it interesting. Yeah. Uh, and we are curious uh, to find out why this person is doing uh, what, they do, what they do. And why they do it. And hopefully their stories will be able to inspire you. So yeah. that's it uh, for today's episode. Uh, you can uh, find us. Thank you for subscribing to us. If you have yep, subscribed, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. I hope we have created value for you, uh, to you as well. And you so can we find are us on all the major podcast delivery channels: iTunes, um, Stitcher. We're also on YouTube. Yeah, we're on SoundCloud. Yeah, um, no cloud. No cloud. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so yeah, thanks for listening and we'll see you in the next one. Bye.